Hey, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Tree of Life Church podcast. It's our prayer that these messages help connect you to the life, love, and power of Jesus. Good morning and welcome. Yes, welcome to our home. Yeah, we're excited to have this time with you. It's the last Sunday of the year. And even though we couldn't be with you today, we wanted to bring you a special message of just thanks. Yes. Thank you for all that you do. We're just so grateful to be a part of a, such a loving, giving church. And I cannot believe it's the end of the year. I know, it's crazy. Where'd the time go? It's gone by so fast. And I think why it's gone by so fast and so exciting is because we've seen so many great things happen this year. Yeah. I mean, all of us working together and faith and obedience to God, we have really been literally a tree alive to a lost and hurting world. And so we want to share a few minutes with you, just some things that are on our heart. And I want to remind us in case you remember all the way back to the beginning of the year that we had a special word that we felt like God dropped in our heart for this year. And that word was threshold. <laughs> That's right. Threshold. We just felt like God said that 2023, we're going to step across a threshold and yeah. to something more that he has for us. And I don't want to go all through Ezekiel 47. I would encourage you to read it again. But in that moment, as the vision unfolded for the prophet, the water was flowing from under the altar across the threshold. And as the water continued to progress, it got deeper and wider. And the prophet began to walk in faith and obedience. He started ankle deep, then knee deep, then waist deep, then in over his head. And I just think that's what we've seen this year. We've all taken the next step. We've all taken that next step of obedience and faith. And we're seeing the fruit of that. In fact, we're seeing things that we probably never even dreamed or thought we would see to a level or to an extent that really was um, illustrated so wonderfully in that passage of scripture. And so uh, we want to share just a few things that we are so thankful for, where we feel like we've stepped into just another depth of God's goodness and faithfulness. And we just want to share some of those things with you. Yeah, our salvation so far this year in the main, the youth and our kids, we had 2,018 salvations. Yeah, that's awesome. Over 2,000 people have come to Christ so far just on our campus and our main activities. In Laurel Ridge, we had 109 salvations. We have a great outreach there. We have a great team that goes over there and ministers to some, some people that are just really so valuable yeah. and precious, and we appreciate all that they do. And man, 109 people gave their heart to Christ. That's right. And then on our Pakistan Zoom, Zoom crusades, we had 660 salvations. And that's amazing because we're in our Tree of Life studio sharing the gospel yeah. halfway around the world. It's morning time for us. It's evening time for them and a remote village and the team there is just setting everything up and the gospel goes, knows no boundaries. The Holy Spirit power knows no boundaries or hindrances and just moves on the hearts and lives of people halfway around the world. And if you remember in October, we went to Pakistan and we did a large crusade there and we had 62,638 salvations. Yeah, it was amazing. We have never, ever experienced anything like that. In fact, we just dream about moments where large crowds of people just come to Christ in the second largest Muslim country in the world. And so that was pretty amazing. And all that together totals 65,000 425 salvations this year. Yeah, amen. And so how exciting is it to be a part of that? And obviously God sorts all that out and there could be more and right. things that we don't know. And just one salvation would have been worth all our time and effort for the year because that's why we're here, right? To reach people with the gospel and give them a chance to know Jesus as a personal savior. So it was amazing. A lot of great things happened this year, again, above the norm of the average times that we've had in the past. In July, we launched our third campus at Arbol de Vida. 
Yeah, it's amazing. Three campuses at our sister church down in Leon, Guanajuato, Mexico. And we're going back soon with a great outreach. Yes. In October, we established Tree of Life Nepal, and we have 37 churches there. They are so hungry in Nepal, and there is such a revival there. We're looking forward to going back in the spring, and we're going to be ministering in a conference with over five, five to 600 pastors and leaders, all hungry to be trained up and mentored to reach their people. And then this past year in the Ukraine, we were able to be a part of the Healing Trauma Club where 150 kids were able to participate. You know, and that's so incredible because we all know the horrors of the war that's taking place over in the Ukraine and that we could bring some hope and some help and help some kids process through the tragedy. Many of us, most of us, not all of us couldn't even imagine through the Healing Trauma Clubs, through your generosity. And then with our Night to Shine, we doubled from what we did in 2022. And there's such great need out there. And we're just looking forward to what God has for us to do more. And that happens because you guys are willing to serve and give and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And then we did half a million pounds of food was distributed this year through our food distributions. Amazing. Every month, people come on board, come and serve and come help people. And just with a box, with a smile, with just a God bless you and just touching lives here in our own community. Yes. And this year, our coat drive was up 10%. Yeah. And so thank you for continuing to increase and do more because the needs are greater. So therefore the generosity becomes greater. So thank you. And then this year, our Thanksgiving outreach was one of the largest we had with 950 families being reached. And you can imagine that's a lot of families and such a, such a time that people are looking for hope and, you know, it's Thanksgiving, it's called Thanksgiving. And so because of your generosity and serving, going that extra mile that so many families, almost a thousand families had a Thanksgiving because of what you did and provided. That's right. And then most recently we had our giving tree where, and it was one of our largest ones with 171 kids. You know, that's amazing to me. And we actually had people ready to go even beyond that number. And it's like, there's more generosity than need. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to even imagine that. It seems like there's always more need than generosity, but not here. And all of you are so generous in your giving. Well, and along with that, there was 171 kids, but each kid got two gifts. They got a toy gift and a clothing gift. At least two gifts. And so again, thank you guys so much. And so, you know, you, we crossed the threshold. We, we, we've seen the things and the outreaches and activities here and around the world at another level because of our step of faith and obedience. And I'm super excited uh, looking ahead to this next year because we know the best is in front of us and we just keep trusting God. So wherever we landed, if you will, if you came out that threshold, maybe for the first time, uh, maybe just to ankle deep, maybe to knee deep, maybe to waist deep, but we're all with the goal of getting immersed over our head and just the presence and power of God. And as that story continues, and I don't want to take the time to go through it. You need to read it. Ezekiel 47. Once they got in over their head, the vision opened up and they just saw all the blessings of God. And it even states at the end of the passage where the fruit of the tree was grown for food in every season and the leaves were for medicine. So you're feeding and healing people all around the world. And we just want to thank you from the bottom of our heart. And you know, that's kind of, we'll talk more about that soon in February in our Go messages, but we just wanted to share that. It just seems like we've stepped across the threshold, but I know, I know for some of us, it's still challenging. And it seems like, wow, the church, that's great. And I hope that you feel a part of that. Mm -hmm. And whether you've given, prayed, served, you're a part as much as anybody, as much as we are. And if we're standing on a stage in Pakistan in front of tens of thousands of people, we're there because of your generosity and your prayers and your support. 
We're there as one body, one family. But I know also within the church, our heart is not just for the church to take that next level, but for every individual, every person, every family. And I think as we look back and we're at the end of the year, it's a great time for us to reflect individually, not just as a church, but individually. And I just want to say to you, I know this is the last day of the year, but the year is not over and God has something for you today. And we don't want you to think like, wow, let's just get past this year. No, let's look and see how we can take these last moments and really connect with God in a measure that will set us up for the next year. Because let's let's be honest, like how we end a year, we enter a year. And we don't want to go <laughs> crawling on our hands and knees, barely make it into the next year, if we will. We want to make sure that we are walking strong, confident, full of faith, and, and full of just a heart to serve and give. And I, I do want to share uh, a passage of scripture really quick in the time that we have left in Matthew 21. Uh, my guess is most of us don't spend a lot of time in this passage. In fact, I uh, kind of had to go back over and over again. And it's about a father and two sons. And I think it really helps us see how we can finish strong today. And the father basically has a field, a vineyard, and he's asking his sons to go work in it. In fact, let me read that for you in Matthew 21, verse 28. Uh, It says this, what do you think? Jesus is talking to religious leaders. He says, what do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go work today in the vineyard. I will not, the son answered, but later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir, but he did not go. Then Jesus asked, which of the two did what the father wanted? And then there was this dialogue with the religious leaders. And Jesus, as he always did with the religious leaders, take a moment to kind of scold them and correct them. But I'm so fascinated by that dialogue because here's the father of two sons and he has a vineyard. The father is a picture and example of God. And the vineyard is really the harvest. And it's God talking to us about going out into the harvest. That's the picture that we see there. And so we have two paths or two decisions that could be made. We see one son that says, I'm not going to do it. I'm just straight, not going to do it. I got my own life. I want to do my own thing. I'm too busy for that. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm happy just doing what I'm doing. And then we have another son that says, absolutely, count me in. I'll go do it. That The first son who said, I don't want a part of that. At some point in time, just, I don't know whether it was love or respect for his father, the, the, the enormity of the need that was out there with the harvest to bring in, as something touched his life and he decided, even though he initially said, I'm not going to do that, even though he started kind of slow or he started like with not a desire to do anything, at some point in time, that rose up in him and he stepped up and he started to do what his father had asked him in the harvest. The first son, however, different story. He's the one that said, I'm all in. You can count on me. I'm going to go get this done. I'm going to go do this. And all of a sudden the father looks out in the field and that son's nowhere to be found. And I think at times we find ourselves in both those places where we're not really excited to do what God wants us to do. We don't really want to be involved but somewhere along the way, we're seeing the need. We're seeing the opportunity. We know that there's gifts inside of us and slowly maybe, but we start. And wherever you're at, you can always start with the things of God. And he finished strong. And then the first son decided that he would go do it. I'm all in. And for whatever reason, he didn't do it. And I see that a lot of times, even in myself, people will start and say, I'm all in. I'm going this next year. I'm going to 21 days of prayer and then I'm going to serve and we're just going to change everything. And I'm all in. You can count me in and I'll be there and I'm going to, I'm going to give and I'm going to be a part of it. And then at some point in time that kind of fades. And usually after Easter, we've all been at that place before, right? Where we started strong and excited and we made all these promises and then life gets in the way and we get overwhelmed or maybe we get hurt or something happens and it just kind of 
fades a little bit and maybe you find yourself there at the end of the year and you're just trying to get past this year into the next with a fresh start. And I want to say you don't have to wait. Yeah. Today can be that place that you can finish strong today. There's still time. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think there's a lot of reasons why we get to that place. And there's three Three examples in in Luke 15 is a passage of scripture that has several parables in it. And we're familiar with most of them. But the first one is the lost sheep. And we find ourselves, the lost sheep is the parable where the the one sheep wandered away from the 99. It wasn't intentional. It was just sheep just kind of nibble and wander around. And all of a sudden they find themselves, wait, they look up, what happened? All of a sudden now I'm not where I thought I was. I didn't intend to be here, but I just was paying attention to other things. And then Jesus comes, the shepherd comes, finds him. Jesus comes and finds you, puts him on his shoulder and carries him back home. Um, The other story is one about a lost coin. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is just the other day I was in my closet cleaning it out and moving stuff around and vacuuming. And, um, when I was doing that, I found this wallet that I had totally forgot about and I picked it up and I was going through it and I found a hundred dollar bill. What? You didn't tell me about that. I know. I was so excited. And what that did is it, the Lord really spoke to me in that moment and just said, you know what, what is it inside of you that has great value, but you've forgotten, you've cluttered yourself, you've cluttered your mind, you've cluttered your heart with things and you've forgotten about the value that I put on the inside of you. And I don't know if you're here today and, you know, maybe you're a mom at home and you're changing diapers and wiping noses and you think, do I have any value? Do I have anything to offer? Um, you know, maybe you're a young, um, woman and you're just starting off in life and you don't know what value, um, God has placed on the inside of you, but I'm here today to tell you God has great value on the inside of you. You know, maybe you're older, um, and in, in life. And, um, you just feel like you're at a stage where you can't be used anymore. And that's a lie from the enemy. God has great value on the inside of you and great things in store for you. But what have, what have you, what have we cluttered our minds and our hearts with that would cause us to listen to the lie of the enemy that we don't have value, that we don't have purpose. Yeah. That's so good because in that story, the coin, she had 10 coins and she loses one. They're still in the house. Yeah. Uh, Like the sheep wandered off but that coin's still there. Mm -hmm. It's just covered by stuff. And then it says a lady comes in to sweep the sweep and all that is uncovered from Mm -hmm. that. And and, and I just believe that in this moment right now, the Holy Spirit is here and he wants to sweep your life clean Mm -hmm. of all that has cluttered, has come upon you and covered you. You've always had that value. It just is unrealized and maybe even forgotten by you because Mm -hmm. it's been cluttered and covered, but the Holy Spirit just wants to sweep everything away today, this day in your heart and life. Amen. And then the last parable in there that I want to mention is we all know the prodigal son story and it's when the son walks away. So the sheep wandered away and the shepherd went and found them. The coin was still always there, but Mm -hmm. lost and covered by dirt and clutter and needed to be swept. And then here's a young man that decided to intentionally walk away. He didn't want anything to do with his family. He wanted to go experience the world. And maybe, maybe that maybe is your scenario. Maybe something happened or you intentionally decide you're going to take another path, another course. And, and the interesting thing in that story is when we see, um, that prodigal son, if you will, when he leaves, the father does not go pursue him. When you look at the original parable or the first parable, rather, where the sheep wandered away, the shepherd went to get him, but the father didn't. That son had to come to a point in time and realize this isn't what I thought. I had it better with my father. And so that son had to turn around and come home. But when he did, Mm -hmm. the father was there looking for him, waiting for him, longing for him to come home and celebrated his return. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that today um, there's people that 
are going to return home. Yeah. There's yeah. people that God is using right now to this moment. The Holy Spirit is working on your behalf and he's calling you home. Yeah. And I want you to know that the father's there with open arms, ready to receive you. Yeah. And to celebrate yes. you and to know that you were always loved. Yes. And he just was longing, waiting for the day, looking for that moment. And so whether you feel like in this year as we're here and <laughs> December 31st, you feel like you have just wandered, not intentionally even, just, just wandered, got caught up in some other things. I want you to know yep. that the shepherd has come to get you and mm -hmm. put you on his shoulder and mm -hmm. carry you home. Yep. Uh, maybe you're the lost coin. Yep. And you're being just covered and life is covered and, and you feel like you're just no, no value and, mm -hmm. and not significant. And you need to know that the Holy Spirit here wants to sweep away all that clutter and dirt off your life. And then uh, the prodigal son, the moment you turn, the father is right He's there. Excited. And today's the day. And, you know, we started talking about thresholds and that led us into all the amazing things that, that God has did. And the point in bringing this all together is let's finish strong today. The year's not over. I know it's the last day of the year and there's probably hours left, but God just needs a minute. That's right. He just needs a second of your time. Mm -hmm. And so if you find yourself in that place, any of those that you've just wandered away, didn't even realize that you look up in here, a different place than you thought, if you're the lost coin, mm -hmm. just the world has uh, just overwhelmed you and covered you with clutter and dirt, whatever that looks like, mm -hmm. or if you're the prodigal son that you did walk away, yeah. it's okay. Right. You can always come back. The father is there waiting mm -hmm. and we want to pray for you because we want you to finish this year strong. So it's not just about the church finishing strong and we're a body of believers, but we're also individuals and individual families. So we want you, your family. We want you, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. We, we want you single parent. Uh, we want you son or daughter. We want you to finish this year strong. And so we want to take a moment. So father, we just thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. Yeah. And father, we just thank you that you're working on our behalf right now. Father, you're calling us home right now. Father, you're cleaning out our minds, our hearts. You're sweeping the dirt away yeah. right now. Or maybe you're walking to carry us home yeah. today, Father. We want to invite you in. We, we need you, Father, yeah. desperately this morning. Yeah, Father, so we just thank you for doing what you do. Uh, the year's not over and there's never a lost moment. It's never too late. You are always right there. And so we thank you, Father God, for every person, every family, everyone here, Father, Father, are watching online to just take that moment, Father God, and recognize you and realize that there's still time to finish this year strong. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for joining us this week. We pray that this message encouraged and inspired you. If you want to find out how you can be a part of Tree of Life, just go to our website, treeoflifechurch.org. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. 